It has been a long journey for our next guest, Shep Gordon, a journey from Jackson Heights, Queens, New York, to the upper echelon of Hollywood filmmaking and the food industry. Shep Gordon is a talent manager. He's also the head of his own company called Alive Enterprises and the author of a new book entitled They Call Me Supermensch, a backstage pass to the amazing world of film, food, and rock and roll. It will be released tomorrow. Shep Gordon, thank you for for coming in. Thank you for having me, Pim. Tell people just at the very beginning a little bit of your history so that they understand how you ended up pulling into a hotel in Los Angeles that really changed your life. Uh, I was um, I was raised in Long Island, got a Regent scholarship, um, and wanted to get as far away from my family as I possibly could, which was Buffalo, New York, and still use the New York State Scholarship. Um, and the school ended up being nomadic Jews from New York, basically. It was the first year as an institution. I took sociology. I went to the New School for Social Research. I didn't like it. I was a long hair. Um, take part of, part of the fabric of that time, burning ROTC buildings, taking psychedelics. And um, they came and recruited for probation officers in California when Reagan was the governor. And I said, I'm going to go on my white horse and save kids in California. And ended up working one day as a probation officer. Um, I sort of became the baseball in a softball game. I left, checked into a motel late at night, heard, um, heard a girl screaming, thought she was maybe getting raped, heard a guy, went down, broke him up. They were making love, and she happened to be Janis Joplin, which led to them discovering I was Jewish. Jewish guys should be managers. They introduced me to Alice Cooper and... 45 years later, I'm on the same highway. Well, there were a lot of stops along on that, <laughs> yeah. on that, on that highway. Uh, tell us, what, what was it like to, to meet people like, uh, let's say, Jimi Hendrix or, or Alice Cooper? Because they, they didn't know who you were. Right. And, but they, you know, it was a different time, first of all. They, they weren't Mountain Rushmore characters. And there wasn't the celebrity buzz that we have today. They were nice guys trying to make a living. Um, Alice had, wasn't making a living. Um, and you know, I think your journey through life, you only know your journey. Um, so that was just what was happening. I never thought of it as anything bigger than life. You know, um, now I look back at it and I realize, oh my God, how lucky I was, but that's all I knew. Um, well, you seem to also know how to put people together with projects. Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering, and what is it that, that sort of excites you? What is it that connects you? Maybe give us an example of a project and, and connecting the right person. What, what I love to do is, is um, determine what the brand of an artist's essence is. What is it about the artist that really attracts his audience? And trying to put a picture frame on it that doesn't compromise what they do but makes it easy for people to look in. So, for example, Teddy Pendergrass, a soul singer, a lot of soul singers. Al Green was around in those days. Marvin Gaye was around. There's a lot of soul singers. What was Teddy's magic? Teddy's magic was sexual. He aroused women. It was a remarkable talent, besides being a great voice. And he had all the acronyms. He looked beautiful. How do, I, how do I tell that to the public? How do I take his artistry? put it in a simple picture frame that makes it completely understandable without being arrogant. Um, and what I did was I, I said, let's do concerts for women only. Let's do ads that say for women only. Let's only let women into the shows. 
let's give out chocolate teddy bear lollipops so they can lick it at the shows. And we we defined who he was in a in a what I think was a very effective way. After that, they started calling him the Black Elvis. I, I also managed Luther Vandross, another soul singer. How do I separate him from Teddy? Luther was about romance. Teddy was about sex. So with Luther, I, I did in 20 cities around the country on the top radio stations, BLS here in New York, um, have, uh, Get Married by Luther. We were in a contest. You came on the air live. Luther married you live. Defining romance. Um, and that's what I enjoy doing. You know, with Alice, it was um, rebellion of kids against their parents. How do we define that? You know, uh, killing chickens, doing disgusting things, doing anything to would irritate a parent. And that's the part that I enjoy. I love when it works looking in the mirror, high-fiving myself, <laughs> and uh, putting on Bloomberg News. <laughs> I, I just, I'm going to give you, unfortunately, only about 40 seconds here. But I just t- tell us a little bit about how your, your food interests also blossomed. And then uh, one word about the book. Um, I, I, in the book, I talk about how um, my life changed. I was, I was ready to hit a wall. I was too young, too successful, too rich, too many drugs, too many women. And um, a chef walked into a room in Cannes, and I said, this is the man I want to follow. He looked happy. And that led my journey into uh, managing most of the great chefs of the world, Nobu and Wolfgang and Emerald Agassi. And um, it's all in the book. It is. It is all in the book. That that I can uh, agree published with. by Anthony Bourdain, by the way. Yes, an Anthony Bourdain yeah. book, uh, a friend uh, of yours, and yeah. also a noted uh, chef. I want to thank you very much for spending time with us. Uh, you'll have to come. Uh, thank come you again. for having me, uh, Chef Gordon, talent manager, Alive Enterprises. Most recently, the author of "They Call Me Superman: A Backstage Pass to the Amazing World of Film, Food, and Rock and Roll." This is Bloomberg.